Grace, mercy, and peace be yours from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Dear friends in Christ, happy anniversary. Today we take time to celebrate the life and the mission and the ministry of this congregation, as Pastor Brandt mentioned earlier. Um, some of that celebration is still yet to come. Uh, not only the two special anniversary days, but, but also uh, the recognition and celebration of uh, the ministry of Vicki List and, and actually of all of our called workers. That's still to come. But today we do look at the mission and the ministry of this congregation from a little different perspective. Today is also, by the way, a personal anniversary of sorts of mine. Uh, Forty years ago on this very weekend, in 1980, I was installed as pastor at St. Lawrence, uh, joining the pastoral team of Pastor Dieterding and Pastor Heipel. And so here we are at Good Shepherd Sunday again. Our meditation will be based on the words of Jesus in John 10, verse 7. Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. And based on that theme, a starting point, I would like to share with you, first of all, uh, a vision Secondly, a prayer. And finally, a door. Or I might say three different doors. We begin with the vision. And I start out by sharing this with you. As you know, this church, St. Lawrence Lutheran Church, in this community of Frankenmuth, was no accident. I want you to think about that. It was not an accident. Planned, purposeful. There was, first of all, as you know, the plea from uh, the missionaries working in this area of Michigan, a plea to the homeland for help. And that plea fell on the compassionate ears of Pastor Leahy and in Germany, and it was his plan, his vision, if you will, to send not just pastors as missionaries into the new world, but rather to send lay people in community led by a pastor. And so Frankenmuth became the first of four of those communities that Pastor Leahy sent to the new world. The idea was that as Christian lay men and lay women lived together and worked together and played together and did everything together in community, that they would have the opportunity, as Leahy commissioned them on their leaving of Germany, to show through your daily words and actions how beautiful it is to live with Jesus. Well, you're familiar with that commission. That commission has been alive throughout all of these 175 years, it still is very much alive. That really captured my attention 40 years ago when, when I moved into this community and heard it repeated over and over again 
people understood. People knew that commission and they understood it and sought to live it out every day of their lives. It was very impressive. And so it still is alive today, 175 years later. But actually, that's not the whole vision. There's more. The Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. Of course, this congregation was a part of the founding of that synod, but it was founded with two different basic groups of people. First of all, the Saxons, who came a few years before uh, Leahy men came. The Saxons were overwhelmed by the persecution, the religious, spiritual persecution in Germany. Not being able to, to uh, worship the way they wanted. And uh, so they, they left. And they left for the purpose of coming to the new world and finding a spot that they could hunker down and worship the way they wanted to. And America was that place. And so they were concerned about preserving the truth of the word of God and, and of our Lutheran doctrine. And then along comes Lay a few years later with his commissioning of this community and this congregation and sent them over here to do their work. Motivated to send them not, not to protect, but rather to share the word of God and the Lutheran doctrine. Share it through mission outreach in America. So you got these two hallmarks of Lutheranism the pure word of God, our Lutheran doctrine, and then also the mission focus. And that mission focus really comes from Pastor Leahy. And so the vision of St. Lawrence, the first of Pastor Leahy's communities, was to support the Lutherans that were in this area but also to reach out with the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ to the Native Americans. I want to share something with you that Pastor Leahy wrote about the people that came here to Frankenmuth. As he writes, he says, not poverty is the cause of their immigration from the home country. They have, every one of them, been favored with good fortune." Well, in the homeland. Some, indeed, have been prosperous. Nothing prompts them but the thought, both at once humble and sublime, of founding in the middle of the wilderness of the new world a starting point for mission outreach. You see, this was not just for the purpose of building a community and a church on the banks of the Cass River and then saying, now we've accomplished what we set out to do. No. The mission was much more. A starting point for getting the word out. And it wasn't just their mission because that starting point is with us every day and it still is our mission today as well. My question to you on this anniversary year is not, who are we? 
and what have we done as we observe our anniversary, all of that is written down in history books for people to read. But my question is, where are we going? Every day, God grants us life. He's granting us then also another starting point, if you will. Why are we here? Who are we to reach? How will we do that? There are new ways always. And I imagine we've discovered a few of them during this pandemic. Ways of getting the word out that actually have been very successful in reaching a lot of people. My second point has to do with prayer. Highlighting the importance of prayer in the history of St. Lawrence. Our 175-year history, it could be said, in part is the result of a little prayer. Pastor Leahy had written a report about the Frankenmuth Project in some church paper in Germany. And in that report, he, he wrote about the ordination and installation of Reverend Kramer, our first pastor, as a leader of the group of colonists. And then he says, let us, dear readers, pray for favorable winds that our little band may enter safely and soundly the harbor of New York. May upon all their ways the light and righteousness of the Lord be their shining guide. If there's anything to brag about in terms of our history, credit must be given to God for answering Pastor Leahy's prayer, for the light of the Lord Jesus Christ to lead us to a new starting point every day of our lives as, as we expend our efforts to reach those others with the good news of the gospel. Speaking of the gospel, that leads us to the third point that I want to highlight, and that is the significance of a door. And I couldn't limit myself to just one door as I was thinking about the words in our gospel uh, today. The first door that I would share with you is a pulpit door in a little church in a little town in Illinois where I did my field work church at the seminary. And like so many churches, um, the pastor would stay in the sacristy until he was doing something. And there'd be a door that you go out of either into the chancel area for the liturgy, or you'd walk up a few more steps, open a door, and you'd end up in the pulpit. My first sermon was preached there, and I wasn't thinking ahead. I didn't go up and just get the lay of the land in that pulpit. And so I walked up there with fear and trepidation, opened the door, and walked out, and all of a sudden there were all these people right under me. And the door shut. I hadn't shut it. The pastor shut it. I could almost hear a key locking it, so I couldn't get out. <laughs> and then I looked down on the platform where I laid, was going to lay my book. There was a real thin sheet of paper, scotch tape to this platform. 
And they said, this may be the last chance you have to speak to these people. That's all it said. I've remembered those words ever since. Those words are powerful. Think about it for a moment. Seriously. If you had but one more chance to speak with a person, what would you spend your time talking about? I pray that that question will guide your discussion with people from now on. We have opportunity to reflect on one of the most important life-changing truths in all of Scripture. And that is door number two, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. In our gospel text, he writes, verily, verily, or says, verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. He has many other ways and words of describing himself throughout Scripture. I am the door. Is a beautiful picture of him as our good shepherd. Protecting us, caring for us, being well aware, studying each of us as his sheep, knowing exactly who we are, what's right with us, what's wrong with us and tending to everything that we need. On this Good Shepherd Sunday, we do have opportunity to reflect. You see, Jesus is not just any door. He is the door. The door, like like there is no other. There is no other door to heaven. Scripture agrees with that. You might remember the words in John 17 where Jesus is speaking to Thomas. And he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. That begs the question, doesn't it? What are you counting on? What are all of us counting on to get us to heaven? Acts 4.12 says, Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given by which we must be saved. Have you had that come to Jesus talk with someone? Have you had that talk with a neighbor, the members of your family, maybe colleagues at work, Maybe the one that you meet each morning as you stare into the mirror in the bathroom. Have you contemplated what it means that Jesus is the only door there is? In these days when people are dying all around us, the question becomes, do they know? the only way to heaven. Do they know and do they believe and do they trust in Jesus? If not, why not? What in the world 
has been going on. What in the world have we been doing for 175 years together with all the other, what, 300 and some congregations in our district? What have we been doing for all of this time if indeed it were possible that anyone could die without knowing and believing in Jesus here in the state of Michigan? We must use this anniversary to recognize that we are not at the finish line. We are at the starting point again and again and again until we reach heaven. I quote some words from a mission hymn. Let none hear you idly saying there is nothing I can do. Well, I know it's easy to say I can't talk the way pastors can. I can't teach the way teachers can. I can't minister the way Stephen ministers can. I can't sing the way choir members can. So what? You want to know what you're being asked to do? You want to know how to show through your daily words and actions how beautiful it really is to live with Jesus? I'll share with you how. In Colossians, the third chapter. Therefore, as God's chosen people, that's you and me, every one of you and myself, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, Clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you were called to peace. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom and as you sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with gratitude in your heart to God. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Jesus is the door. There's yet one more door to consider. It's recorded in Revelation chapter 3 where Jesus says to the church in Philadelphia, See, I have placed before you an open door that no one can shut. There's no doubt in my mind that Jesus was also saying those words for us here at St. Lawrence in Frankenmuth, Michigan not only on this anniversary year, but every day of our lives. I have placed before you, St. Lawrence, an open door. May this 175th anniversary and this COVID-19 pandemic be a starting point to search earnestly for every open door and how to get through it and how to go with the saving gospel of Jesus. 
With Pastor Leahy, we pray, Lord, may your light and your righteousness be our shining guide. As we see each new day a starting point for reaching out with the saving gospel of Jesus, who is the way and the truth and the life, the only door to salvation. We pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. Now may the peace of God that passes all understanding keep our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus and the life everlasting. Amen.